0: Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening, and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of everything that's going on around us today. And as I always show y'all, there's always something going on around us in this world in which we live. So I take it as a challenge each day that we have to face different things, go through different things, and we got to come out victorious every time. That's the main thing I see about us coming out victorious in the things that we go through each day. I know it would oh, be so many things. But we, we, we all, all of us have to take courage in life and be strong. And we got to make up our mind that we're going to serve God regardless. And sometimes things don't go the way we anticipate and the way we plan and the way we work towards. But we got to go through. And we got to come out on top every time. We got to come out successful. We got to come out safe. We got to come out in our right mind. You got to come out through the fires that we go through in life. And come out as goes Now, your head for a minute, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in behalf of those that's with me in the tor- tor- with me here this evening, Oh God, and those that are watching this broadcast or listening to it, however they may receive it today. I ask that you touch every little soul and break every yoke in their life and meet the needs in their lives today. Save, deliver, and make free. Heal. Then heal and then deliver into the lives of the people everywhere. That they can obtain your grace, your mercy, your kindness, and your love, and your forbearance, and above all, your salvation. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Get your Bible. I always use the King James Version Bible, so get your Bibles. Let's go to the King James Version, and let's talk about what God has to say about fire today. Last week, I talked about part one of fire. Today is a conclusion of the series on fire, the fire series. Everybody knows that there is an existence, a thing called fire. Most people have the idea of fire when houses catch on fire or other things catch on fire. That's interesting. But when you really look at fire, it's vast, it's big, it gets huge because it do a whole lot of things. You can melt down gold You can melt down silver You can melt down brass You can melt down iron But everything has a different uh, a setting of fire And how much heat it has to take from that fire Some wood they have are made just for burning Some trees they have are just for burning Some uh, wood that you can cook with it or Put it on your stove Put it in your uh, grill and it'll make the food smell good as it burns. It's interesting about fire. When we look at the word of God, it goes on different parts about fire. It talks about different types of fire. And we deal with it life. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 29. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 29 says, for our God is a consuming fire. I'll read it again. For our God is a what? consuming fire. He consumes everything. He burns up everything around him. They say, wait a minute. You mean God burns up some? Yes. Yeah. He wants to burn up sin in your life. He wants to burn up those, uh, uh, burn habits and, and he wants to burn all that stuff up. Why? Because God wants you to be free to serve him. God doesn't want you bound by anything. Well, we be bound by a lot of stuff. We be bound by video. We be bound by uh, podcast. We be bound by people. We be bound by money. We be bound by cars. We be bound by all kinds of things. But oh God, the living God is a consuming fire. You get into tune with God. He's going to consume everything that's not right in your life. He's going to burn it up. He's going to burn it up and move it out of your life. Because God is a consuming fire. I was, I was chatting, uh, not really chatting, but I was on my business page on Facebook, and I I happened to come across someone I know, and they made a statement about countries that don't have churches in them. And then they talk about Africa having over 10,000 churches in different countries, blah, 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 etc. And they were talking about how China don't have churches in it, if they have any. And they're the world leading economy. And I, ask, look, I have all these churches and they have prosperity ministry and all this stuff. And they have high poverty and poor people. So I told them, I said, I don't care how much China is the world leading economy. It doesn't mean that God is on their side. It doesn't mean that they treat their people right. Huh? Africa have a lot of poverty, have a lot of poor issues, but you got to remember, many people robbed them of their resources. They got thousands of churches. I know about it. It's true. They got churches over there. That they whole thing. People are gullible. People want to find God, but they won't read really God's word for themselves. They're going to borrow some man that don't know God and he's about making money off them and he's just sucking them in. It's like he's like a blood sucker. He sucks the money out of them. and They ain't even got none. If you know they got a dollar, he's going to find a way to get 99 cents of that dollar from them. I don't care how many churches 80 country on this planet, huh? I don't care. They got one a million. It doesn't mean anything. You say why? Don't mean nothing because if they don't serve God, the Spirit and the Truth, you ain't doing nothing. You just a religious location. Don't you know people in Congress consider Congress, all they get together. That's their place of worship. That's right, there's many atheists that are in Congress and now that, that's their place of worship when they get together with other congressmen. God's fire can consume the wickedness we have on the earth. He can consume this prosperity Ministry nonsense. But it's something we have to do. Our God is a consuming fire. Notice he said our God is a consuming fire. Meaning you serve him. It means you walk before God in the land of the living. It means you talk before God in the land of the living. It means you breathe God in the land of the living. You sleep in God in the land of the living, and you die in it. Our God is a consuming fire that burns up everything that gets in our way to destroy us if we allow him. You gotta allow God. Consume all our iniquities to consume all the wrongs. People go to work black right against people where they can just turn them over to God. I should have got that job. I should have got that position. I should have became the head. I should have blah, 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 blah. Instead of turning them over to God and let God consume them, He's a consuming fire, and his love is full of fire. But we do it on our own. Let's move on. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 23. Jeremiah chapter 23. And verse 29. Look at that verse let's read that verse. It said, My word is like a fire. Is is like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rocks in pieces? I'll read it again. Jeremiah 29, uh, 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 23 and 29 says, Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer and breaketh the rocks in pieces. This is how his word powerful, his word is. His word is like fire. The scripture said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his word and healed them. He said, my word is like a fire. It's going to burn up that sickness. It'll burn up that cancer. It'll burn up that arthritis. It'll burn up that leukemia. It'll burn it up. When God sends his word of deliverance, it's going to be effective. God is going to bring the deliverance that's needed. The devil is a liar. God will bring the deliverance that's needed. He's capable. God is capable of burning up everything around him. That's why he's a consuming fire. That's why he said his way. That's why Jesus said, I come low, I come in the volume of the book because it's written all about fire. People only know fire, but a house burning down there. I say Have you ever seen a gasoline station catch a fire? I have. I used to work on one. I watched the gas burn. And I prayed that it wouldn't explode. <laughs> I was a teenager. Somehow the gas, the uh uh, the uh, the gas tank and the ground caught a fire and you could see the fire burning out of it. Now the thing about this fire, you couldn't pour water on that fire. It's just like we did dealing with electrical fire. You don't pour water on electrical fire. There's a special phone they use to put it out of some kind of freeze in to pull out. They don't pour water on it. Because why? Water and electricity don't mix. They don't mix. It's gonna make the matter worse. Fire. All the types of fire that flows through the earth. Believe it or not, underneath the earth, there's lots of fire. The call the earth, all oh, that's around fire. But look at this word, he said in verse twenty nine, got my word like a fire, like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that smash rocks. Smash the bricks and rocks. Why? Because when the word of God cometh pounds them. Don't you know when a person hear the gospel, they'll start feeling convicted because that's the word of God pounding sin like a hammer. It's breaking away at the heart. It's smashing and then it's smashing and then it's smashing until it knocks everything off that heart of the heart of man and soul of man and hear God's voice. Iron. It burns. And it hammers through. People think today that, oh, well, I go to church, you know, and um, hey, it's okay. I'm good. No, you're not good. Going to church can't save you. You need God consuming fire in your life. No, 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 no. I know some of the preachers told y'all that uh, you come to church on time. And you become a part of Bible study or prayer meeting, or you become on this committee, the committee, everything is going to be okay. That's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. They say, well, if you come to prayer meeting, everything to be okay. That's not what the Bible says either. The Bible says, man ought to always pray and not faith. That's what the Bible says. The Bible said, no, I know. Now, you know that God has not things when they pray. But if any man be a worshiper of God, he'll be here. Go check your word. Go check your Bible. Fire. We need the consuming power and fire of God in our life. God's word is like fire. When you start reading it, you start burning the app on the inside. You start getting upset when you read the word of God at times because you start finding yourself in it. If you can't find yourself in the word of God, you do. You can't find yourself in God's word. You do. Everybody finds themselves in God's word. They're going to find their things that they're doing as they read God's word. That's why the word of God says, that's the scripture. For any of you think you have eternal life. And many people testified that they had it. But then when they started reading this Bible, they found that, oh, whoa, 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 I don't, I got established according to the Bible. i have talked to many people over the years. And my good friend that went on to glory, the furlough, taught me a great lesson about safe folks. Supposed to be safe folks. We were sitting at the table one time talking and eating, like we always did. <laughs> and we were talking about it. She said, You know, Pastor Wells, I was talking to this young lady, and she told me she was saved. So she said, What are you saved for? What salvation? When well, the girl explained to her what she was saved from, and how she got saved. A toe, huh? You don't have salvation according to the Bible because that's not in the Bible. Well, 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 guess what? I talk to somebody, same thing happened. Everybody they say they love Jesus don't mean they know him. Did you hear what I said? Everybody that say they love God or Jesus don't know him. Don't know that at all. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved of workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I was watching uh, that crazy uh, show, the uh, cooking show, Hell's Kitchen. I don't go along with the ladies, so let's not go there. But I got to learn something. You watching it is really interesting. Everybody there trying to, uh, they want to win the $250,000 in the job. Everybody going there. Some of them were executive chefs, some of them were social chefs, some of them were line uh, line cooks, and some of them were chef supervisors, some of them wasn't chefs at all. 90% of them couldn't cook. Some of them were executive chefs, some of them were chef supervisors, some of them were line cooks, so on and so forth, but couldn't cook. So they call Ramsey the god of food, god of cooking or whatever they call him. It. It's funny. Because he's obsessed with food. Don't come tell him you a lying chef or you an executive chef and, and, and you can't scramble no egg. You can't cook a steak or you can't make rice. He don't want to hear that. There are a lot of people today running around to talk about I, I'm saying I walk with Jesus and then when you ask them to show me in the word of God your salvation that you have they have no clue they have no clue what salvation is they'll say I'm going to holy Tabernacle. I'll oh, follow this famous preacher here I've been following his ministry from here what do I have to do with you can't nothing nothing Most people run around and talk about God that uh, he's a loving God and he, wouldn't, he won't kill nobody and, and, and he'll never send nobody to hell. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you two things about that. One, God is a very loving God. Two, God has killed many people. Three, God don't send people to hell, they send Himself there. Huh? I'll say it again God is a very loving God and He's killed many people. That's right. But he never sent nobody to hell. They sent themselves. Isn't it nice? You mess with God, you gonna pay. Look at that verse one more time. Jeremiah 23, 29 said, Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rocks in pieces? Don't you notice what he's saying here? He breaks the rocks in pieces. Some people went around saying, I don't know, I feel all broken up. My life is all broken up. Yeah, because God is smashing that mess out of your life. He's smashing it like a hammer. Bam! Bam! He's moulding you and shaving you. He wants to make you into what you're supposed to be. But you study you fighting and No, God, I don't want you to fix me. I'm happy the way I am, but I don't want to go to heaven. <laughs> That's never gonna happen. Stop living in la la la. Then people in other countries wish they heard the word of God. They wish they had somebody to tell them that Jesus loved them. Because some of them don't know what love is, and they sure don't know what God's love is. They wish they had somebody to tell them that God loved them. They wish somebody had somebody to tell them that God is real. It's a funny thing. A lot of people know that God is real, but they won't show it. And then when they stand before me, they're upset. Why you don't want me to come in the glory? I know you're real. And God speaks back and says, simply because you are not praying my word understand the scripture that God don't change instead of consuming fire let's move on let's go to James three and six look at that james three and six look at what this look at what the scripture says James three and six says The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among the members that defileth the whole body and it on the course of nature. Wait, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, and setting on fire the course of nature, and is a, and is set on fire of hell. Let me read it one more time. The tongue and the tongue is a fire, a well of iniquity, so there's a tongue among our members, that the fire of the whole body and set on fire, the cause of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. That's the tongue. The Bible says, the lion shall not carry in God's sight. The Bible said in Revelation 21, and they don't lie. They they part the lake of fire, which flames with fire and brimstone. That's the scripture. I didn't write it. Don't get mad at me, cause you're a liar. See, let me explain something to you about lying and saying and, and telling somebody something and forgetting. You could tell Mary. 'm gonna be at the, I'm gonna be a, I'm going to be at the job at nine o'clock tomorrow morning let me die then you telling the person i was outside at 905 and I didn't see you so I walked around the corner that would be a lie because you was late getting there because the train or bus or traffic stopped you from being there that would be a lie to say that you were there and you was not but to tell somebody I'm, I'm a, I'm, I am I'm want to be there 9 o'clock in the morning, that means you tell them you're striving to be there. But something could happen. Because it could be an accident anything. could cause you not to be there 9 o'clock on the dot. That wouldn't be a lie. But it would be a lie you to tell a person I was there 9 o'clock. 9 five 8 8.55 and I didn't see you so I went around the corner. That would be a lie because you know you wouldn't be there. You got to watch yourself. The tongue spews out all kinds of stuff. It defiles our whole body. You ever seen a, a handsome man? Oh, I got a good story for you. I was watching this show years ago. And this man had a six pack. You know y'all women like that slim guy with those six packs, no eight pack or 12 pack. He had a nice slim pack, good looking guy. He had a truck, women truck, and he was coming walking up to the girl. And they were like, ooh, he looking good. When that man opened his mouth, he sounded like a little mouse. like, hello, how you doing? Hello, how you doing? The women were shocked. He sounded like a little girl himself. Hello, how you doing? Uh, they were stunned They looking for a man to come up to them. say, How are y'all girls doing today How y'all feel He wasn't talking like a man He, was, uh, uh, he had such a smooth Small girly voice They were shocked, stunned Did they found this whole body Now that six packs Meant nothing to them that gorgeous-looking body now makes zip to them. And it's the same thing when you meet a beautiful woman. When a man see a beautiful woman, all he's got to do is hear her start talking Oh, That man is gone. I don't care how beautiful she is. I don't care how sexy she looks. He's gone. You don't want no wild woman about him. <laughs> Our mouth. Sets us on the cost of hell by what we say. Did you hear what I say? We're not judged according to God's God. We're not judged according to our thoughts. But we can bring our thoughts into the subjection to the word of God. But we are judged by our actions, what comes out of our mouth, and how do you act on it? They become the world of iniquity. Let me play for the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I to touch every liberal soul watching this broadcast right now. Break every yoke in the life they deliver and make free. In Jesus' name, you could go to our YouTube channel, the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated, or look for Pastor Bernard Our Wells and catch the rest of the service. But listen many people are defiled because of their mouth, their mouth defiles them. It defiles their whole body. And it's the same thing where before God, our words corrupt us before him. The children of Israel used to try to cite God with their word. Oh God, if your feet us will serve you. Oh God, if your blessings will serve you. Oh God, if your protectors will serve you. They used to like to cite the soup of God. But they had no idea. He knew their inner thoughts. He knew the words that they say was just garbage. Did you hear what I said? He knew the words they say were worthless. Don't believe me? Read about how the children that of Israel fell on the wilderness after they came out of Egypt. The very God that oppressed them, let them fall in the wilderness. Why? Because their mouth. Foul oh, They would have food in their mouth and they were lusting after food to get more. Oh, they were plenty food around them, but they were lusting for God just take them more They ain't even ain't out on that plate. That's us. That's how we are. We could get enough, never get enough. We can never get enough. That's us. I don't care what God do for some of us, we ain't never gonna be satisfied. We'll never be grateful. This is why God don't give his children everything at one time. And God, you know, a lot of people say, I want my blessing now. I want all my blessings now. God can't give you all your blessings right now, child. God can't do that. Because he's a good God. He's a good father. He can't give you all your blessings at one time. Because number one, you ain't got nowhere to start. Them. Number one, you're not ready for all the blessings. You want me, you want me to prove it? Okay. What are the blessings God to give you is long life? He can't give you long life, but you obtain long life. That's it. He said he will give you a, a, a three-score and ten, which is 70 years. And it's by reason the strength to be four score years. But you gotta get to 70 to start enjoying that blessing. That's the blessing. Y'all got it all backwards. I know y'all from behind these prosperity preachers They ain't got no fire from God in their life, but fire from the devil. That's all I got, but they keep psyching you. I was watching a, a, a Gilbert Patterson show, a, a service, some of his service from the 1990s. And somebody had prophesied that all 12 of them were gonna die right then. Well, From the time that the person prophesied, the young man prophesied that God said he was going to kill all 12 of them in two weeks. Well, two weeks passed by and the young man was in a convention with them and Gilbert Patterson called called him out. You, you're false prophet. You said we were going to die two weeks ago. God did not. If God said we were going to die, we were going to fall dead, we would be dead already. Now, let me tell you something about the living God. If God say you're going to die, ain't no soul on this planet can help you. When he say you're going to die, you ain't got nobody to help you. Uh, you could go to the most famous preacher on the planet. He can't help you. He may tell you he's going to help you, but he can't help you. He can't help you. If, the, if Satan put out a contract on to take you out, you got to, you could go to God, because God can get you out. You could go to God, say, God just got trying to take me out. I need your help. But when God got a contract out on you, boo, you dead. Fire. Make sure you got the right fire in your life. The mouth is a world of iniquity. It likes to sue people up. They like to deceive people. It likes to lie to people. It likes to seduce people. That's the mouth. That's why it defiles the whole body. Don't you ever hear somebody say, yeah, I felt like saying it? That's the mouth. No. It's a wall of iniquity. It's set on the course of five for hell. The Bible the Bible talks about some people will not rest until they see somebody else fall. Did you hear what I said? And some people will not go to bed unless they see somebody fall. when we get the fire of God in our lives we can function better it's going to take something to be saved Nah, no, no, it's not a game not a game let's move on let's go to Matthew 719 Matthew 719. Ah, uh, yeah, it looks that way. Look at Matthew seven, nineteen. Look at that verse. Matthew seven, nineteen. Look at that verse. Listen to this. Even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but every corrupt tree, oh, excuse me, I just uh, seven and seventeen. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, seven nineteen. I want seven nineteen. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is healed down and cast into the fire. I'm gonna read it again. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is healed down and cast into the, uh, the uh, fire. Listen to this. You may not realize that, but there's a lot of people that accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior will be lost. You say, what? It's true. Because you've got to bring forth good fruit. There's two scriptures in the Bible, this one and another one that says that, that God will give you up if you don't want to do what you're supposed to do. He's not going to keep you. You got to go forth and drink both fruit. Salvation is in a private thing. Salvation is a to-yourself thing. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Testify throughout the world, your world, people, you're all of His goodness and His mercy. It's not a permission, it's not a quiet thing. Every tree that does not bring forth fruit, look at that verse. Every tree that brings forth not good fruit is healed down and cast into the fire. What kind of fruit are you bringing forth? Are you bringing forth? you calling yourself pain and yourself righteous. You're bringing forth bad truth. You're corrupting other people. Every tree that brings forth not good fruit is healed down, cut down. Have you ever watched, uh, I've been camping, real camping. When they go out in the middle of the woods or the wintertime and they cut down trees for firewood. And I was watching one of the shows for camping. And they did something interesting. The guy walked by the tree. Uh, he said, oh, that tree. Now, the, now, listen to this. Part of the tree branch was down laid in the snow. And the rest was not. He bypassed that tree. For second. This tree is still alive. I can't use that tree. And he went to a tree that was totally dried up and dead and used it for uh, wood. Notice the difference? Yes, the tree was leaning over in the snow. But he said, this tree is alive. I can't cut this tree because it's alive. It's still bringing up all life. But this tree over here, I'm going to cut that baby down and make it my wood. That's what he did. He cut the tree down. And then they showed me something else unique about camping for trees. They go take off some of the side, top of the tree to use it to be a fire starter. Very interesting. Really interesting. So when you look at this verse, Matthew 7.19 Every tree that brings forth that good fruit is healed down and cast into the fire. I don't know what kind of fruit you build and I don't know what kind of tree you are. But you're not going to obtain eternal life. Have rot, half rot trees are cut down because it's going to destroy the entire tree. You know I heard a preacher say something one time. A good friend of mine actually said this one time. He said if you got a right leader, you got a right church. Because what that leader spews out of his mouth Go down into the congregation and they heal it. They receive that. They gobble that up like food, and then they go do it. Fire. C.T. Warren made that song. Fire on one of her album. I like that. I like the song. And the funny thing about that song is, it's talking about fire from the day of Pentecost. And the way the song starts, it starts and it get loud, it, get, it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. It's really something to listen to the song because the music start out slow. Boom, 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 and it goes louder and louder. And then it starts ah, she starts saying fire, why? Because when fire takes place, people start screaming. People start moving. When a fire breaks out, people don't get to "Hey, It's a fire. No. smart people don't go. I don't even think dumb people going to sit down. <laughs> when fire breaks out, it does something. Fire. Genuine Holy Ghost fire. It affects everybody around you when you have God's power in your life. You become a flaming fire where people see God moving through you. When they see God moving through you, they don't want that because it's catching. Ah, that's 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 what it says. When they see God's fire and light burning through you, the Bible said we are sitting That sitting on the hill that cannot be here. So when they see God burning and shining through you, it's gonna affect them. I don't care how bad off they are, they're crazy. It's gonna affect them. I never forget the story of my one of my what am I, she went on to be with the Lord tenant. Penny had a beautiful testimony. Penny was in a, a mental institution. And uh, uh, her sister was, was going to a troll skinner. The blade of Papa skin skinner. And she asked him to pray for her. Now, he couldn't go to the hospital and pray because the devils didn't want him there. Ah, she didn't want him there. So, her his, his sister, his sister, listen to this, her sister took some candy to her throat, scared her, and asked him to pray over the candy. So pray over the candy. He said, pray over the candy because I'm going to give my sister, my sister like this candy, and God going to deliver her. Now, the sister had faith in God that God was going to deliver her sister But the man of God prayed over the candy. Now, Charles Skinner already had a legend of being a man full of God's power. They used to say when he laid hands on a person, blue power would come out of his hand. That man really knew God. It was no make-believe. <clears throat> so she went to, uh, Bell- I think it was Bellevue Hospital. I think it was Bellevue, that's where they had it. Uh, mentally disturbed people. I think with was yeah, Bellevue. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Bellevue. So she took the candy and gave it to her sister. Now her sister ate that candy. She, went, I, sister, she could tell the testimony. God came in and made Penny free from that crazy demon she had. God set that woman life free. She set her mentally She made her mentally, I won't say set, she made her mentally free. She didn't set her free. He didn't set her free. He made her free because she never went back. Because see, when you get set free, you can wind up back the same way you was. But God made Penny free. Hmm? God made Penny free. Penny Penny told me the testimony how God made her free. She didn't want to see no man of God. even was demon possessed. What? Man of God. I mean, try to choke him to death if he got a hand on him. She said that candy did something to her. She had no idea her sister had him pray over it. I can talk accounts this story. With the power of God, the fire of God, bringing people alive and it affected others permanently, where their lives would change, where they were healed, delivered, and made free forever. When they obtain a deliverance to somebody that had God fire in their life, people want to have prestige in their life, people want to have money in their life and a check and account, people want to have nice cars, but they don't want the power of God. I'm not talking about these preachers running around sucking your taking all my, your money so they can get a nice car. Tell them churches to get a job. Yes, ministries take care, of course, money to run. Of course it do. But I'm not talking about that. Real men of God and women of God possess power from God. Did you hear what I said? We possess real power from God because God has us with power. Oh, 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 slow down. Listen to this. And the power of God works for us, ourselves. That's what I like about it. Not me just going around praying for somebody and God delivering them. No, God delivered, but Oh, yeah, that power works because he's a deliverer. He's a way maker. He's a yoke breaker. He's a burden bearer. I'm telling you, God is real. You gotta get God's fire in your life to the point where it will stir and catch other people on fire spiritually. One can take a thousand. Two can take 10,000 spiritually. You gotta know where the power is coming from in your life. We want, we want to be like everybody else. But when you are truly saying, you cannot be like everybody else because God wants you to be a living apostle with a fire burning in your life. When we get in God's word, when we stop our stupid foolishness, when we stop all our scamming and whamming and really sit down and get in God's word, miracles will take place. And some of the greatest miracles that take place in our own lives. Everybody wants to be blessed. The Bible said no good thing was he was withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. The Bible said, "Eyes have not seen. ears have not heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of man the thing that God already prepared for you. If you love it. Bless him, get some fire. We, don't, we used to be a day where people called on God because they wanted the fire of God, they wanted the anointing of God, they wanted the wisdom of God, they wanted the power of God, but they don't call for that no more. Today I want a new car, I want a new house, I got a house already, but I want another one. I want sister, so so husband, I want 60 souls. I want what they got. You're not calling on God for anything. You're calling on God to satisfy your flesh. I always tell a story now and then about the system when I was at the tent revival years ago, back at the late Apostle Johnny Washington tent revival. And we were at Tabernacle 10 revival. We were standing outside the gate. I can still see it to this day. And one of the brothers walked by. And he was married. And the sister said, I hope for not. And I want him. I said, but he's married. I want him. I'm hoping his wife dies so I can get him. Did you hear what I said? She was supposed to be saved. She's hoping to get this married man that say, hoping his wife would die. That's right. He was hoping his wife would die so she could get the husband. Her heart was not right. She didn't have God fire in her life. She had fleshly desires. That's what controlled her. Fleshly desires control the less And passion of sin, not to fire God. Because see, let me tell you something about lust. It'll burn. Lust will burn you up. Y'all know how y'all be getting hot. Y'all need to. They say used to say, take a cold shower. I don't recommend cold shower because you might get hotter. (laughs) The Bible said that if you burn, get married, it's better to bow married than a It's Already telling you that your flesh is gonna burn you up. Notice I gave you the scripture that the tongue is a world of iniquity. That's what was going on with that sister. Her tongue was confessing her iniquity. Her tongue was confessing she was burning on fire in lust at the man that wasn't even thinking about her. The man wasn't even thinking about her. He had no clue. And of course the wife had no clue. That's why you gotta be careful who you're around, who you spend your time around. Everybody is not saved, beloved. Just because they call Jesus name don't mean they know it. But they had that out? Uh, that cult called a uh, Jesus freak. They know they never knew Jesus as their personal savior. They were just following some God. Jesus freaks. Jesus never had a freak. And he wasn't afraid. Um. Let me tell you something. Those people, I want you to listen to this. Those that are know God are known of him. See, when you really walk with God, you can ask if the person is true. You can ask if a, a person is a real man, or woman of God, could I had it happen to me. I did a revival years ago, many, 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 many years ago. And it was at one of my friend's church. But I didn't know his daughter-in-law. And I don't think I met his son, that particular son at the time. And what happened in the service, I'm praying for people after I did. Now, I didn't plan to preach that morning. He asked me to preach. I was just visiting. He asked me to preach that morning. God knows me just doing so it's not, it's not my business. I just do what I got to do. So what happened was, everybody, I was praying for people. And said, "They the told the Lord, if he's a real man of God, I know he's not going to touch me. Lay his hands on my head, Lord, because you know I don't like nobody touching my head. Now, I didn't hear her tell the Lord that. She was way in the back of the church. I didn't know nothing. I didn't know who she was. I found out later. He came up for me to pray for her. And the words that flew out of my mouth did the job. Because God spoke to me and told me, and spoke to me and told her, No, you don't want me to lay your hands on me, do you? Paul, God knocked that woman down. Moved in her life, testified to it later. Then I found out she happened to be my friend's son's wife. <laughs> My Lord, that was funny, but you got to make sure you're right with God, you got to make sure that God is really working with you. I don't plan nothing, and it showed me something. The scripture talks about it bear witness with your spirit that you are the children of God. Don't be afraid to ask God if somebody's real or legitimate. Don't be afraid to ask God that you have a right. And she had a right to ask if I was a real McCoy. Because if he's a real McCoy, he's not going to touch my head. Now, all the people there pray, lay hands on their head. I don't lay hands on everybody anyway. But that wasn't the case here. because we can stretch forth our hand in the name of the holy child, Jesus, and God move. I know my words. But the thing that I'm trying to tell you, this is part two. I want to let you know this is part two or five part three is next week. I don't know why God turned this into a three-part series. However, he's God. I'm the servant. I obey. So this is what I'm saying, beloved. When God saves us, he saves us for a purpose that we will be like a city that sits on a hill that cannot be hid But we got to get in God's word. This flesh of ours don't want to serve God. I don't care how much you know about God. This flesh don't want to serve God. It wants to do what it wants to do. It don't want to obey God's word on no terms. It wants to fornicate. It it wants to commit adultery. It wants to lie. It wants to steal. It wants to cheat. Why? Because it's flesh. And it's a mess. The Bible says there's nothing good in flesh. Nothing. Nothing. Because flesh loves to be pleased. But don't want to serve the great pleaser. And God can please your life. God can bless your life and modify your life. Not modify it. Modify it. People today will go to do so many things for them. But they won't take the time to just read the word of God. I'll be mean sitting there and sit down and read the word of God. The Catholics pray all the time, but they won't really read the word of God and see that they're not supposed to pray the Yeah, huh? They pray to Mary, Bethlehem, or whoever Lighting candles, all these things. God is against all that. My house is supposed to be called the house of prayer. and They made it a dead of womb The fire of God is supposed to consume sin and it's supposed to ignite everything around it. Not great preaching. Not being a great altar, don't move God. Having his fire and his anointing in your life, move him. Not your great preaching, it don't mean nothing. Beloved, the Bible says gifts and callings come without repentance. You can preach, teach, and save, and not be saved and be lost. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. But there's a lot of people out there preaching that wonder them chosen by God. Not a joke, of fact. Uh, many people preach and teach and sing. People often wonder why they go to so many big name churches or hear about so many names. Matter of fact, they were just talking about what is a, fe- a famous uh, a female preacher. She's having a, a fourteen. Whether she dropped it from nineteen hundred, I think it's on a twelve hundred dollar prayer class. She's going to teach you how to pray corporate. She's going to teach you how to do it. It's cost twelve hundred dollars. That's a discount. She, I told her, I posted. She's a twelve hundred dollar lying prophet. I don't care what her name is. There ain't no dollar sign on no prop She don't got the right fire. And people run behind her. I ain't bite my tongue and I don't mince my word. She's a lying prophet. I don't care what her name is. I'm not moved by you lying wonders. I'm not afraid of you lying wonders. Don't scare me. Don't frighten me. And I'm still going to tell you the truth. The lying wonder. God don't charge nobody, no $1,200 for no prayer lesson. Stop it. When we get the fire of God in our lives, we can detect false prophets. Did you hear that? When we truly get power from God in our life, when we clean up our lives and get God in our life, open our eyes and' let to see this stuff. God will let stop see is why the prophet for the news we got plenty of them today let me make this clear everybody that asks for offering and help for their ministry are not criminals and not false prophets you got to know who's real and who's fake ain't no real well, man or woman of God offering you nothing but the gospel. I keep telling people about those that write books. They ain't telling you, I'm gonna give you uh, my book free. You send me a hundred dollars. But your love give up a hundred dollars, I'm gonna send you my book free. Beloved, that book's not free. You paid a hundred dollars for it. <laughs> when I am writing a book, we're editing it or whatever. We finish editing. of <clears> that. If I tell you to buy the book, you're going to pay for what the book costs, but I'm not going to psych you with them. My book is 100 You send me $100, I'll give you the book free. That's not free, beloved. It's $100 you giving them. They're just not being truthful. So if the book is $15, I'm going to say the book is $15. That's it. But we need to be honest. I've fire from God, burning in our hearts and in our lives that the righteousness of God spew out of our mouth, not lies. When we don't have God at the head of our lives, lies and filthiness and corruption, cussing and swearing, foul, communication comes out of our mouth. It defiles our whole body. That's like the scriptures I gave you before. The scriptures I gave you before shows you fire does. And what type of fire you have in your life. The fire of God is supposed to burn up everything that's not right in you. See, this is the thing that messes people up. Stake your eyes off of what other people are doing and get your eyes on you. When you put your head in your Bible, well, picture this. Those of you that know how to drive, I'm sure when you're driving down the highway, you're not looking sideways. You're not going to spend the whole time you're driving straight down the highway looking sideways out the window to see what the other people in the car are doing because you're going to hit something. That's how you have to be when you walk with God. If you want the fire of God in your life, you have to look forward to the things that God has prepared for you. You have to find out. Nobody needs to find yourself for you. You need to find out what God has prepared for you. I constantly give that scripture, but people don't understand that scripture. It says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have anything into the hearts of men. The things that God Himself has prepared for them not love him. If you love God, God prepared something for you. You have to find out what it is. When we, when we seek after God, I learned this from myself. When we seek after God, we got to be truthful in our seeking. I'm going to say it again. When we seek after God, when we pray, we got to be truthful in our prayer. I'm going to say it one more time. When we seek after God, we have to be truthful in our prayer. Do not when you pray. I'm going to say this plain. It's simple. Do not when you pray insult God and say you're better than somebody else. Don't never insult God like that. Well, I'm better than so. So I don't do what he do. Don't do that. God don't want to hear that mess. God wants to hear about you. God wants to hear what you're doing. How you living? That's why I don't like to auto sight people. Ah, nope, I'm not, I'm not like that. Ah uh, no, no, no. Because I like to do everything I do before God sincerely. I'm not going to pretend, oh, Pastor, will you be praying day and night? No, I don't. The Bible said pray without ceasing, yes. But I don't be walking up and down praying. I'm not locked in a cloud in the way all the time, praying because that's not true. There's times that I shut away and seek God. There's times I'm dying to go seek God. But I don't do it all the time like that, no. I don't, I don't believe a pillow will, will open up the eyes to see We are supposed to be real in our worship, in our living before God. When you get far from God in your life, that is going to be how you want to be. You want to be truthful, you want to be honest, and you want to be real. That's the other way around. We are seeking God's will, not our will. You know why? You know that scripture said, not my will, but thy will be done. Some people think Jesus said it just because uh, 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 he wanted to make God happy. Father happy. Not really. Jesus knew. Listen to this. Jesus knew when he said, nevertheless, not uh, let us depart from me. But nevertheless, Father, let thy will be done on earth. You want, you want his will to be done and him. Why? Because God had greater for him once he rose from the dead. When you say, Lord, thy will be done, God is going to release the greater for your life. But when you're focusing on getting what you want, you can never release nothing. That's why we have to seek out the righteousness of God and the fire of God in our life. So God can actually release the blessing. The Bible said we're blessed over all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, but we got to seek out the God to obtain it. That's why Jesus was trying to get us to understand this that said, not my will, but thy will be done. He's trying to get us to see not, we, not what we want, but what he wants. Because what God does what we want, he, <clears throat> he said that he already blessed us with all heavenly blessings. spiritually spiritual blessings. But all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But we cannot receive it until. We seek after His will and not our own. We're bought with a price. When Christ went to Calvary, we were bought with a price—a price of price eternal life, a price of Christ shedding His blood. Some of y'all today that listen to this broadcast don't know the Lord is your personal Savior. Some of y'all are back, Some of y'all are going sideways. I don't know what some of y'all are doing. But today. It's your day. Today you could be saved. Today you could be delivered. Today you could be made free. Oh, if you want it. Everybody that's listening under the sound of my voice that don't know Lord, the Lord is your first to save you, I want you to pray an honest prayer with me right now. A prayer of repentance and after the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life and save you from yourself and sin will be done. Let's pray, bow your head and repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. Come into my heart. Come into my life and save me right now. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. And I thank you for dying on the cross at Calvary for me and rising on the third day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now Father, I ask that you touch every liberal soul that received you as their personal your son as their personal Savior. I ask that you touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet and encourage their minds, encourage their heart to serve you. From this day forward, in Jesus' name. By finding the hand of the enemy from hindering, in, from serving you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen <clears throat> just before you run off. We have Bible study here on Wednesday night at 8.15. And we're back here on Sunday at 5.15. You can visit our website, the tabernacle of inc.org. And you can click on become a prayer partner. Or are you going to a prayer partner page? Or uh, you can click on um, uh, prayer request or testimony phrase. Um, so you can leave a testimony, or prayer request, and you can become a partner and help us financially with the ministry. That's it, beloved. Get the fire of God in your life. Come back for part three of fire next week. God bless.